Hey, good afternoon. And,、uh, welcome to my show. Your skin, my passion, because it really is. Your skin is my passion. And、uh, I have to apologize to all of you who do listen to me.、Um, I haven't been on in a minute. You know, it seems like I'm always apologizing for that. But、um, you know how it gets. Life gets in the way. Things happen, and、uh, we can't always control that. So、um, I try to get on here as much as I possibly can to、uh, educate you about your skin and talk about some fun stuff and beauty tips and you know all this other stuff. And、um, I was trained at the Christine Valme International Beauty School in Manhattan on Fifth Avenue. Fabulous school. I always give them a shout out because. I love my school and I love my teachers that work there, and just、uh, I think it's a great school. So if anyone ever is interested in New York or really international, I should say,、um, and going to beauty school, look it up. It's a great, great school. In fact,、uh, Christine Valme actually brought aesthetics to the United States. So you know, come on, who's going to know more about it than my school? All right. So anyway. Uh, today I decided because、um, sometimes it's very difficult, you know, think of different shows, you know, all just about skincare. I mean, although there are so, so many things to talk about, but、um, you know,、um, all these things really take a lot of time. They take some research, things like that, things I need to do to create a show, and、um, so you know, I do the best that I can. So,、um, so the so we're in the spring now, okay, officially. Um, although the weather has not been necessarily feeling that way in New York,、um, in between we'll get like a really beautiful day, and we literally just got a big snowstorm a couple of days ago, so that was crazy. But、um, you know, it's starting to warm up.、Uh, we're starting to get into the spring, and、uh, we're also starting to get into the summer, because you know how quick that spring goes. And then before you know it, you want to romp on the beach, and、uh, you ain't ready. So.、Um, That's why I'm here to remind you: start getting your skin ready for the summer. Okay, and I'm not just talking about the face this time. I'm talking about your whole body. You know, skin is on the whole body, obviously, right? So、uh, we can't ignore the body. We tend to do that. Some of us tend to ignore everything. Some of us tend to ignore the body. Some of us tend to ignore the décolleté area, and you know the.、Uh, Under the neck and the chin, so just remember, skin is on your whole body. I know it sounds ridiculous. Remember that, but like we really don't. We're not conscious of it. I should say, okay. So just try to be a little more conscious of the fact that you have skin all over your body that needs to remain healthy, needs to remain clean, needs to remain exfoliated, needs to remain protected. Maybe needs to be treated in certain situations: back acne, dry, dry skin, psoriasis, eczema. I mean, it's just endless. Dermatitis, keratosis.、Uh, I always can never say it. Keratosis pilaris,、uh, which is you know like you get those little、um, little chicken skins, little little inclusions on the skin, little closed comedones, little whiteheads. You might call them.、Um, You know, on the skin, they might even be like pink colored or red, depending on your skin tone.
Um, you can get rid of all of that with exfoliation, but you must be patient with it and you must be consistent with it because it took you a while to get there. Remember that. When you have those on your skin, that's just because you haven't been exfoliating properly and so now you have a buildup of skin cells over all those little tiny, tiny pores in your skin have little buildup hills of skin cells. All right? And just as long as it took for them to get there without you noticing until you felt them and you're like, oh, what is this? Okay, scrub them down. Not hard. You don't have to scrub hard. You want to do it. It's a process. Okay, just like anything in skincare. There is no easy fix. <laughs> I don't know how many times I could say that. There is no easy fix. And I don't care what it is, even if it's a laser. It's not an easy fix. It's expensive. It's, you know, long term. You have to do it for quite a while to get the results most of the time that you want. Um, you know, you do get results. I'm, I'm all for it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not speaking against it or anything. I'm all for it. I'm just saying, let's avoid, let's avoid the issues because I'd rather spend my time doing beauty treatments that I enjoy, that I have fun with, you know, masks and this and that, just having a good time with it, other than trying to like, oh, how can I fix my skin? Look at it. Oh, and then you just try and all these different things and this and that and the other thing. And before you know it, your skin's balance is so off that it's going to take work to get it back in balance. Okay, so stop overworking your skin too. You know, just stop overworking it. It's not going to help. There's, there's some people out there I've noticed that are obsessed with their skin. Now, your skin, my passion. I am definitely passionate about your skin. And yeah, to a degree, I am obsessed with it because I do it. You know, it's my profession. I'm learning about it. I'm, you know, living it. But if you're just a, you know, person going about your life and you are obsessed with your skin picking at it, trying all new things all the time just because they sound good or you saw it on YouTube or, you know, you don't even know if it's good for your skin or not and you're trying all these things and uh, stop, stop. You know what you do? This is what you do, okay? You do one of two things. If you're really having a major issue with your skin, like, you know, really bad acne, you know, bulbous, like, comedomes everywhere and tons of blackheads and just really, really bad, then you need to go see a dermatologist. That's it. Okay? Because even the best esthetician that could extract, first of all, we don't have the kind of tools that we might need to extract safely every single thing on your face like that. Okay? Second of all, we are not doctors. Right? We can do a certain amount. We're allowed by state and we're trained very well in it and we do it every day so we're usually very good at it. And we're definitely better than you doing it and scarring your face. But there are certain instances where you need to go see a doctor, okay? And a good esthetician will not uh, work on you if she feels that you should be going to see a doctor, okay? So that's number one. Um, number two is you have to do what you have to do at home, okay? You have to exfoliate the skin and all that because you cannot... You cannot go into your esthetician once a year or twice a year and say, you need to get all these blackheads out of my nose, okay? Because it might happen if, if the luck is with us, that might happen, but that might not happen. And you know why? 
because you're not exfoliating your skin at home, you're not taking care of your skin at home, you're coming in once or twice a year, you're expecting the esthetician to work a miracle, and there's not going to be any miracle unless she wants to dig and dig and dig, which some estheticians, I must admit, will do. I don't agree with that, okay? I'm not here to hurt anybody. I'm not here to scar anybody's skin. I'm not going to do it if I don't think it's right, if I don't think that blackhead is coming out fairly easily. You know, I might have to give a little more pressure. I understand that, but I'm saying I'm not going to sit there for 15 minutes trying to get your blackheads out of 16 or 17 layers of dead skin on top of them that I know that it's not going to come out. And all that's going to happen is you're going to walk out of my room and you're going to have a red nose and you might even have some scars, you know, if I squeeze too much. No. So you're not going to dictate to me as the professional what I need to be doing with your skin. What I'm going to do is I'm going to explain to you that this cannot be done at this time, that it's a process, that you must do what you need to do at home because when you do that, First of all, you're getting rid of dead skin, okay? So I'm able to extract it much, much easier. And you're also um, softening your skin every time you're doing these things daily, okay? So that's when extraction really happens, okay? The, the pores do not technically really open and close. If that was true, then people would never have open pores and large pores, if that was true, then we could just put cold water or ice on the enlarged pores and they would close up, right? But it's not true because skin loses elasticity, okay? And when it's kept in one uh, position for a long time, for example, if you had a big blackhead in your cheek or something that's really deep in there, you don't get it removed for six months or a year or something like that, they take it out, you can have a hole there and it's not going to close up. Okay? Because the skin is stretched. So it has to be in tandem. It has to be a group effort between the esthetician and the client. All right? Otherwise, I mean, I'm not saying that you're still not going to benefit somehow from a facial once or twice a year. That's great. I understand that everyone's pocket can handle facials, every, you know, every month. But if you can, that's what you should be doing because the professional is using professional products. We are professionals. We're softening your skin for 15, 20 minutes at least with a steam, which you're never going to do at home. We're doing cleaning of your skin. We're cleaning out as much as we can. We're cleansing the pores out, getting a deep concentration of cleansing. We are extremely hydrating the face because how often do you lay around massaging creams and treatments and things into your face? I'm going to say never for 50 minutes or an hour. Never. Okay. So just that alone is going to be beneficial to your skin, of course. But like I explained to you often, skin is a sponge. If you don't continue, it's going to dry out again. And so that point is mute. You're going to look good for a couple of weeks and that's it. So you have to maintain at home. Please do not make the mistake of getting uh, like almost spiteful and thinking, oh, well, this esthetician is just trying to sell me something. Some estheticians do. Some people in department stores do. Some people, but other people really do care about your skin and they're going to try to help you. 
And most estheticians don't do that. Yeah, we like to sell the products. It's great. You make a small commission, whatever. But that's not what we're doing. We're really trying to help you improve your skin because we know the products that we sell are going to help you, right? Because they're professional products, all right? They're not professional like we use, but they're professional, meaning they're usually cosmeceuticals, all right? So cosmeceuticals are the closest thing that you could get to a prescription without something being a prescription. So that's really what's special about those little bit more higher line, more expensive products, okay? So you get a result quicker because they're micronized. So they're going deeper into the skin faster, all right? And there's different technologies and, you know, it might be exfoliating your skin while it's hydrating and, you know, it's doing all this in- intense, interesting, scientific stuff to your skin, right? And again, I'm not saying the mass market's not decent. It's good. If that's what your pocket could afford, do not feel bad about it. A lot of the stuff out there is very good. But I tell you what, a lot of these mass market people are getting a little expensive too. They ain't so cheap either. Right, so and always remember, you might have to buy in the long run more of that mass market product that's a little bit cheaper to get the results that you want. Whereas if you buy a more concentrated product, you're going to be using less product and you're going to get results much, much quicker. Okay, and that's the difference because I'm always asked that question: What's the difference? Well, that's the difference, and also. You know, not to say, again, not to say anything bad about mass market products, because I worked with them for eight years of my life. I worked with all the mass market people, and their products are excellent, you know, but you can't compare it. There is no comparison. There is a difference, okay? So that's it. So anyway, um, all right, so I'm going to start with uh, some homemade mask ideas that I I, um, have learned and picked up and just, you know, learned throughout the years. Um, So, number one, orange, okay? Orange is fabulous. It's vitamin C. It's got all kinds of antioxidants in it. Um, You can literally take a piece of orange, a little quarter of an orange, dunk it in some yogurt, dunk it in some sour cream, rub it onto your skin, wait a couple of minutes, rinse it off. It's going to be soft. It's going to be glowing. If you do that, I wouldn't do it more than like, depending on your skin type. If you're very sensitive, do it maybe once a week. If you're not so sensitive, you'll probably get away with twice a week. But before I even say any of these things that I'm about to say, I'm going to preface this again. Anything that you're putting on your skin, you must test an area first. Do it on the inside of your arm, where the elbow is, that soft piece of skin is the most like your skin on your face. It's very thin. And uh, if you're going to get a reaction, you'll probably get it there, and then you won't get it on your face. And you must do this even with natural products, because you don't know if there's something in there that you might be allergic to. All right? So I don't care what it is, whatever it is. It might even just be honey. You think, oh, what's honey? You don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're allergic to honey. Maybe you became allergic to honey. You don't know. Try it there first. All right? So that's my disclaimer. You were told, don't put it on your face and then tell me, oh, don't do that. Okay? Always try it on the inside of the arm first. All right. So anyway, to brighten the skin, we could take orange peels. All right? So maybe you take an orange every day to work, da-da-da. You know, you peel the orange, the tangerine, the... Keep that. 
keep those peels, let them dry out. And then, and by the way, put them in either a Ziploc bag. Well, you can't put them in a Ziploc bag. They're not going to dry out. But just try to wrap them up in some paper towel. Just try to keep them clean is my point. Don't, you know, let them get dirty. But either way, you're going to rewash them anyway. So wash them first. Then let them dry out for a few days. And then they're going to get real dry and hard. And then you're going to put them in a food processor and make a powder out of them. Okay? And then you're going to mix that powder with some oatmeal powder that you're going to create also in your in your uh, blender or in your um, food processor. And you're going to mix oatmeal powder and the, uh, the peel powder together. And then add some honey in there. You can add whatever you want. You can add uh, sour cream. You know, That's for all these masks. You could always add some sour cream. You could always add some plain yogurt. You know, you can make it your own. But this will help in brightening the skin, okay, a lot. And it will also um, calm the skin, oatmeal. And then the honey is going to, of course, also brighten and bring hydration and also antibacterial for the skin. And the orange peel itself has some orange oil in it, which is going to be fabulous antioxidant for the skin, all right? And then you have lemons. You can do the same type of thing with lemon peel, same exact thing. All right, you can make a mask for blackheads with lemons and honey. So you mix some honey and squeeze some lemon in there. You put it on your nose like a mask. You leave it about 10 minutes. You wash it off, and the blackheads will be pretty much gone. All right? Um, you take some, uh, <clears throat> you take some baking soda also for blackheads and water, distilled water or purified water, and you make like a nice paste out of it. Wash your face, of course. Of course, always wash your face first. And then put uh, that paste on your nose. Let it dry very well, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And then rinse it off. And it's going to also uh, help get rid of blackheads. Okay? And uh, if you want to whiten your nails, you can take um, a little baking soda, a little lemon, and a little bit of uh, coconut oil or olive oil or whatever. And this is going to whiten the nails. Just kind of scrub it into your nails. That's great for that if your nails have like yellowing to them. All right, same thing for your toenails. Um, by the way, if you have a fungus on your toenails and it's not too far gone, just like starting to turn greenish or something like that, keep squeezing some lemon juice on it. Okay, lemon juice is very antibacterial. It might help. Worst comes to worst, get a big, big thing of water, like a foot bath. Fill it up with at least a gallon of water. Put about a cap or two of bleach right into the water and put your feet in that. And that should help kill any fu- any funguses that are going on in your feet. Again, lemon juice as well. Orange juice. Real orange juice though. Real lemon juice. Okay? You can even throw some mint leaves in there for odor and stuff like that. It will also help with that. You can put um, peppermint oil in there if you want in the water. Excellent. Feels good on your feet too after a long, hard day. All right. Um, what else do we have here? Okay. So speaking of mint leaves, um, you can take some mint leaves, real fresh mint leaves, wash them up, give them a good pounding. Okay. And like, uh, you know, like make them into like a paste and then mix them with some of that oatmeal powder too. And then you can put in like a little bit of yogurt or you can put in just a little bit of, um, maybe coconut oil, something like that. Just a little bit, just to kind of make it a little bit more uh, liquefied almost, and then put that on your skin. And that's anti-inflammatory, that's hydrating, that's healing for acneic skin. Um, 
nothing open though, because the mints can be a little irritating if you're open. So nothing open, but if you do have closed pores and a lot of blackheads and comedones and stuff like that, put that on your face for five minutes. See how that does. All right. Also, honey, cinnamon, yogurt, and aloe vera mixed into a mask. Okay. Again, going to be extremely hydrating brighten the skin. The cinnamon is going to kill off any bacteria on the skin. All right. So that's good also. And that's going to also help, um, uh, with, um, acne. Okay. Like very mild acne though. You don't, like I said, you don't want anything that's open because these things, cinnamon, they're hot, they're fiery. In fact, let me just state that too. Not a lot of cinnamon. Cinnamon is very fiery. So just be careful with it, okay? And you're going to test it anyway on your own before you put it on your face. Make sure you don't feel anything painful, weird, too much tingling, anything like that, okay? <clears throat> now, more brightening of the skin because this is a lot of people's issue, especially for the summer. We want our skin to be nice and bright, clear. We want the tones to be even. We don't want to start off the summer with darkness in the skin and then we're going and tanning and all this other stuff and now we're just a mess, we got darkness, straight up dark skin, right? We don't want that. We want glow. We want brightness. Whatever our tone may be, we want that tone, our true tone, to be the color of our skin, all right? So um, so you're going to take some almonds, literal almonds. Not If you can get unsalted, of course, that would be the best. Um, and then you're going to crush those up, okay? Use like one of those, um, I forget what they call them. But you know what I'm talking about. Those like bowls with the, the handle thing and you smash stuff with it. I can't think of the name. But whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Mash them down, okay, and make them into a paste. And then add a little bit of milk to those. Just regular milk. Or you could even add buttermilk if you like because that's very good. It's got a lot of enzymes in it too. And it's also very uh, softening to the skin. So, And that's also very brightening too to the skin. And then you make a paste of that and you just press that into your skin and uh, if you can get it pasty enough and a little bit liquidy, you know, like a little thin, you can put it on your face or you can leave it overnight. But again, please, if you have any kind of nut allergy, blah, 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 this and that, don't use this mask. Don't even try it. Don't even just stay away from it. There's so many other things that you don't need. You could be using the nuts. So just don't do it. And I don't care. Oh, I'm not allergic to almonds. No, just don't do it. It's not worth it. You might get a reaction. So just leave it alone. All right. And so, uh, and that's that. All right. So now, um, let's get to the body. Okay. So if you, um, want to like brighten the skin on your body. Okay. You're going to take, uh, and also this is, this is so good to exfoliate your skin. Okay. It's also antibacterial. All right, now, I'm not going to lie to you. If you have any open cuts on your body that you're aware of, and if you're not, you're going to be aware of them. It's not that it hurts that bad, though. I mean, I'm talking about literal open cuts. Make sure you either stay away from them completely if you can, or just don't do this until your skin heals up. But you want nice healed up skin, nothing open or anything like that. You're going to take a lemon. You can even do this with an orange, too. And that probably wouldn't sting as much if you did have a little open cut. By the way, do not do this before or after shaving your legs. Right? You want to do this a couple days after. So anyway, you're going to take this orange. You're going to cut it in half. Or you're going to take this lemon or even a lime. 
whatever you like, whatever scent you think you would enjoy the most, and you're going to cut it in half. You're going to take your fingers, your thumbs, and kind of like push down on it a little bit to make it almost like a little concave in it, very little. And you're going to put some salt or some sugar in there, okay? And you're going to exfoliate your skin right with that lemon. You're going to take that lemon in the shower with you. You can even put a little bit of coconut oil right on it. And you're going to gently, very gently, just rub it across in circular motions all over your skin. You can flip it around, get it wet, let that olive, um, I'm sorry, let that lemon oil and that orange oil and that lime oil from the actual, um, you know, peel of it is going to excrete, you know, with the, with the steam and everything else. So rub that, the other side, all over your skin. Okay? It's gonna make your skin glow glow it's also okay also take that especially the lemon and if you have like darkness in your elbows or like a lot of dry skin in the elbow area and the knees and all that and the bottoms of your feet if you got a lot of you know dead skin calluses stuff like that take that orange that lemon that lime put that salt and sugar on it and a little bit of coconut oil and just kind of like or even olive oil just a little bit though because you don't want that in your tub it's very slippery you could get hurt so just very little bit, just to kind of make it glide a little. And then you're going to take it and just kind of like in a circular, you know, like actually put your elbow into the lemon or the orange and like you're, like as if you were twisting it to squeeze lemon juice out. You're going to do that on your elbow. Then you're going to go over your knees and you're going to do a little extra exfoliation on the knees with it. Okay. And then when you come out, you're going to uh, quickly moisturize your skin. You're going to dab it dry with the towel. You're not going to rub on it. You're just going to pat it dry. You're going to leave it a little moist. And right in the shower, right, you know, right in the bathroom, you're going to put your moisturizer on right away. And uh, your skin's going to be gorgeous with that, okay? And by the way, if you have a favorite uh, body cream, you could always squeeze a little bit of orange juice into it. And uh, that's going to be a great antioxidant for your skin and on your body. And it's also going to smell great. And it's also going to um, just, it can only be good. It can only do good for your skin. Okay, so do that. <coughs> okay, excuse me. All right, so um, also, if you wanted to, you can get some plain yogurt. You get some lemons. You squeeze some lemons into there. You put some essential oil that you like, lavender, anything. It doesn't matter. Any essential oil you, that you like. The only one I wouldn't recommend is tea tree. And that's only because it's so potent. It's like your whole house will... Unless you love the smell. If you love the smell of tea tree, then use literally one drop to like a cup of yogurt. Okay? So we're going to do that. We're going to mix that all together. And then we're going to put that on our body in the shower. We're going to stand there for about 10 minutes if we can. And then we're going to rinse. And again antioxidant, softening to the skin, enzymes getting rid of dead skin, uh, hydrating the skin immensely, emollients in it to moisturize the skin. Um, just fabulous. And your skin is going to be so open to it because now you just scrubbed and now you're going to put that on your skin after. And I'm telling you, it's, and it's fun. You know, it's fun. It's like a little beauty treatment to do at home. Okay. You do this for yourself once in a while. It's fun. It's a nice little day for yourself on a Sunday afternoon. All right, so now we're in the shower and we're doing all that. And then we, we wash our hair in the shower, obviously. Um, we do our regular wash, right? We do one wash. 
Then, if your hair, like you have a lot of hair falling out, and stuff like that, and this for guys too. You have a, hair, a lot of hair starting to fall out and stuff like that. You know, a lot of hair loss, a lot of women after menopause, you start to, your hair starts to thin a little bit. It's not as bouncy, as pretty as when you were younger. So what you're going to do is you're going to wash your hair with some shampoo once. Then you're going to take your salt shaker in the shower with you. Careful of your eyes, of course. Please be careful. Tilt your head back a little bit. Sprinkle salt all over the top of your head while it's still wet. Take it and rub it into your scalp, the salt, for about 15 minutes if you can, 10 to 15 minutes. And you have to do this if you want it to work. Then you're going to wash your hair again gently and condition it. And as you go, uh, you're going to see your, your hair is going to get stronger, a little bit thicker, healthier. Your scalp's going to get healthier. Why? Well, because salt is an exfoliant and, you, and your scalp does definitely need exfoliation. Um, and also because salt can be hydrating it's like a humectant it's going to bring hydration there and it's also antibacterial and i believe it's antiviral uh, antifungal as well okay i'm not positive about that but pretty sure it is so helping uh, like dead skin if you have psoriasis on the scalp all that kind of stuff it's going to help with that okay it also softens the water too which helps make your hair be shinier and stuff like that by the way while we're on the subject shiny hair you got a lot of product buildup, stuff like that in your hair, you want to clarify your hair every now and then. So you're going to take some apple cider vinegar, about half and half to water, put it in a jug or something, bring it in the shower with you, wash your hair once, then rinse it with the apple cider vinegar, and then, um, of course, tilt your head back. Don't get it in your eyes if you can. Tilt your head back, pour it through your, ha- your hair, and then put your conditioner and uh, it's going to be great. If you don't like the smell, or you think you're going to smell like a salad, da, 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 add a little bit of essential oil to it. That's all. We'll kill the smell. A nice potent one, maybe a peppermint, which is going to actually feel great on your scalp anyway. So peppermint essential oil, one or two drops in the apple cider vinegar, kill most of that odor, and also odor in your hair too. So like if you tend to get very oily, and um, then you kind of like get an odor, to your hair, even if you washed it, because now you're getting oily again, and you're going to get a little older. So just wash your hair with that, and the apple cider vinegar will keep all that right into control, and so will the peppermint oil. Sorry, I had to take a drink of my uh, my coffee. Okay, and then also tea tree oil for that is excellent, too. You can put one drop of tea tree oil in there, and that's going to help with dandruff and a bunch of other stuff, and that's definitely antifungal. All right, so tea tree oil, let's just go back to that one second too. If you have fungus on the nails, if you have fungus on the feet, if you have the athlete's foot, that kind of thing, a couple of drops of tea tree oil and some water, soak your feet, do it a few times a week, boom, it's going to be gone, okay? So, um, all right, so if you have oily skin, you are going to make a mask with a touch of lemon, just a touch, a couple of drops, a uh, cup, like maybe like... Very little turmeric, like quarter of a teaspoon of turmeric, and then get yourself an aloe leaf, cut it open, wash it good, cut it open, take out the gel inside, squish it up inside of it, squish it all together, put that on your face, and that's going to be great for oily skin. It's going to help your skin to control the oil. You could also put some um, uh, jojoba oil in there too, which like I've told you before, but in case you've never heard my show, um, jojoba oil actually molecularly mimics sebum so it is good in itself for your skin jojoba oil it's great for your skin it's an antioxidant it's got all kinds of vitamins minerals and all this other stuff and then on top of it 
being good for your skin and healthy for your skin, it also mimics the sebum. So since it's a good oil and absorbs into the skin, it's not like your skin's going to be oily from the jojoba oil. And in fact, the jojoba oil is going to stop your skin from making so much sebum. So you're not going to be as quote-unquote oily. All right? That's a trick. And that will help. So get yourself some jojoba oil. You can get it at a lot of a lot of health food stores. You can get it, I believe, at like beauty supplies. You can get it at... Um, uh, you might even be able to get it in some of the supermarkets and stuff like that. They're starting to carry that kind of stuff. So look it up. Right? Jojoba oil. You might know it as jojoba oil, but it's really pronounced jojoba oil. Okay? All right. So um, what else do I have for you here? So now your legs and stuff and, and uh, getting them ready for tanning, self-tanning, self-tanning, by the way. Um, getting them ready for self-tanning. You can use all of those things that I just told you about the lemon and all that. That's going to get rid of dead skin in the knee area. That's going to get rid of dead skin in the elbow area. It's going to prepare your skin to take on a nice self-tanner without having dark spots because you have dead skin sitting on the top that's going to absorb the color more than the fresh skin. So just like your hair. Okay, so like when you dye your hair, let's say you have gray hairs and you dye your hair and you, every time you have, your grays are coming in, you're doing a dark color and you're doing your whole hair or even a light color really. You're doing, and you're doing your hair, your whole head every time. Well, the hair on the bottom tends to be very old and very porous. And, uh, so it's going to grab more color than the top. And that's why they always tell you, leave the top on for five, 10 minutes before, you know, you just comb it through the rest of your hair because you want the color to be even. You don't want the top to be lighter. Plus the, you have your scalp gives off heat. So that will make it process quicker. All right. So, um, you know, uh, in order to avoid all that, you, um, Sorry, I got interrupted there for a minute. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So um, the hair on the bottom really absorbs more color. So the same thing on your skin. If you have dead skin, uh, it's going to absorb more of that self-tanner, and then you're going to get that blotchy look. So you must exfoliate before you self-tan, okay, and moisturize too. And also, um, like wherever you don't really want the self-tanner to go, maybe on the bottom of your feet and stuff like that, put just a thin layer of Vaseline. Okay, it's going to just help get it off much easier if it gets on there, right? All right, so anyway, um, let's say you have darkness under the arms. We don't want that for the summer. We're going to be wearing a lot of sleeveless stuff. Take that lemon with the salt or the sugar and just gently exfoliate under your arms. Keep doing that and moisturize. Don't forget, these are places on our body that we tend to ignore. The decollete area, which is like in the chest, upper chest area. Um, the breasts, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, moisturizing your breasts every night is going to help keep them firmer, okay? Just the fact that you're um, massaging even is going to clean out lymphatic, um, you know, clean out the lymphatic system, and that's also going to be much healthier for you, all right? So um, so you take the lemon, and you're going to brighten underneath the arms with that. Also, if you excessively sweat, you can try this. You take lemon juice and you put it under your arms at night before you go to bed. And the next day, supposedly, you're not going to have as much sweat. 
right? And also, again, it's antibacterial, so it's going to control odor. You still want to wear your deodorant and everything, but it's going to help and aid it in it, okay? If you want to lighten your hair for the summer, naturally, you're going to take lemon or oranges, limes, all three if you like. You're going to squeeze them right into your conditioner. You're going to shake it up really good. And you're going to use that on your hair. And as you use it, it's going to lighten and brighten your hair. You can even put it on and go sit outside in the sun and uh, your hair is going to lighten. Okay, but remember, if you have very dark toned hair, even light tones, some light tones, you might get some red highlights, like very brassy red highlights. Okay? So don't forget that. Um, what else do we have? Okay, so you get an aloe leaf, right? From uh, the produce section, you get a nice big one, and you take it home, you wash it up real good, you slice it into like one-inch slices, and then from there, you make little cubes out of the gel that's inside, because it's a little bit solidified, the gel, until you start squishing it. So solid like that, you just cut it into little squares, it almost looks like gelatin squares, and then you're going to take that and uh, you get a ice cube tray and put each square into the ice cube trays and then put it in the freezer. And if you ever have a burn or you have a sunburn, you're going to take those little aloe vera cubes out and you're going to just rub yourself down with those. And believe me, that along with a little bit of apple cider vinegar in the area is going to completely calm the skin. You could also take some chamomile tea to soothe. You can put some lavender oil in some oil, like some uh, olive oil or something like that, to soothe the skin, help it to heal after that terrible burn that you got. Of course, not if you have open burn or if you have like uh, blistering or stuff like that. If you have a real bad sunburn, believe it or not also, believe this or not, baking soda, if you make a paste of it, you put it on a sunburn, it's going to pH balance your skin, it's going to make your skin healthy again, okay? Gently just rinse it off with some cool water when you're done. Let it dry, make a light paste, put it on, just dab it on with like a cloth or a sponge, let it dry good, get in the shower, rinse it off with some cool, top it off with some aloe vera gel, and you will heal from a sunburn much, much faster. And then maybe next time you'll remember to wear your sunblock and to reapply it every two hours because it's not, quote-unquote, just a sunburn, okay? Think about the words you're saying. Sun, burn. It's a burn on your skin, all right? No matter how you slice it, your skin is burnt. So if you went in the oven to get something and you burned your arm with a nice big burn weld, you wouldn't say, oh, it's just a burn. Well, that happens. Yeah, I mean, you would say that happens, but you'd be like, oh, my skin's burned. Like, let me make sure it's not going to scar. Let me... Yeah, because, but now you're actually voluntarily sitting there and letting something burn your skin until it's damaged because you want to get a little color to your skin. Well, the color to your skin is melanin. And it's your skin's way of protecting itself. Just like if you got a fever when you have uh, an infection, that's your skin's way of protecting itself. And so you're forcing your skin to create melanin. And uh, if it's not creating it quickly enough and the sun's burning you fast enough, you're going to get a burn. Because your melanin's not pumping fast enough to help it. Okay? Or you might even get tan. You might get a nice tan. 
No burning, quote-unquote. Too much tan, too much melanin coming out, changes the molecular structure of the skin, could turn to skin cancers, and also will change the glow of the skin, everything. And you might look cute for summer, two, three, ten, maybe even. After that, believe me, believe me when I tell you, you will look like a piece of raisin leather, right? I can, I literally, if I owned a house, which I don't, I would bet my home on it. That's how sure I am that if you don't protect your skin, you are going to severely, severely wrinkle. You're going to have severe darkness in your skin. You're going to have dark spots, all of it, right? So be smart about it. Just wear the sunblock. And as far as, again, I'll say, this debate, there is no debate, okay? Right now, that's all we have to protect us from the sun like that. And as far as this vitamin D debate, oh, you're not getting your vitamin D. First of all, take supplements, eat it through your food, okay? And if you can't do all that, then lay out in the sun for 15 minutes a day because that's all your body needs to create its own vitamin D, all right? So that's just a fallacy in my opinion. I know scientists and doctors fight about it or whoever, this one and that one, experts. I don't care. I see it in my table every day. Every day I see people with sun damage major on their skin. So no, you're not, you're not going to talk me into it. I'm sorry. Okay? All right. So um, if you have... Uh, if you have, um, like, uh, smelly feet, okay, if you have a fungus on your feet or you have, you know, odor on your feet and your feet just are very odiferous and you just can't get rid of it, try some Listerine in, uh, you know, a tub of water and, uh, you can even throw some Epsom salt in there because Epsom salt does a couple of things. It calms the, um, the muscles down, it, like, you know, helps inflammation, of the feet, like if your feet are tired and hurting and uh, the muscles and all that. And um, it also softens things. So it'll help soften any dead skin, any calluses, stuff like that. Um, also, you could put uh, apple cider vinegar in there too. That's also antibacterial. The Listerine, of course, is going to kill everything off. It's also going to help soften the skin on the feet. All right? And uh, it's going to help get rid of odor as well. Okay. Alright, so, um, I hope that, uh, I hope you enjoyed this show. Um, again, I'm gonna say sorry for, uh, not doing a show for a little bit. But, um, here I am again. You know? You're, uh, you're award winning by my own standards. Uh, favorite, favorite esthetician. You know? I'm assuming that, cause, uh, I don't know. I just feel like you are. You know, you think I am. Your favorite. Okay? I hope I am. <laughs> Listen, we all got something, right? So, this is my passion. I'm sure you have yours. And uh, please, feel free. Go over to my Facebook page. Your Skin, My Passion. That's what it's called. Find me. Like me. Subscribe to me. Um... Say hello to me. Tell me you like my show. Ask me a question. I'll answer it on here. All right? Love you guys. Thank you so much, whoever does listen to me. I really, really do appreciate it. And uh, 
I hope you have a beautiful day. I'll talk to you soon. Get ready for the summer. It's coming for you.